Aquarius Rising, Astrology Radio with Chrissy Blaze. Aquarius Rising is a place where we reflect on why we're here and on the mystery and infinity of the cosmos. We're amazed by Mother Earth, by the galaxies and solar systems, and the influence of the planets in our lives. Astrologer and author Chrissy Blaze will give an overview of what's happening now and will reveal how you can use the magical powers of the planets to unlock your limitless potential. Find out more by visiting astrologycity.com. Hello, everybody. A very warm welcome to you all uh, on this wonderful new moon day, May the 11th, the new moon in Taurus. And also a very warm thanks to our host, our producer today, Penny. Thank you so much, Penny, for being here. Oh, it's such a pleasure. Thank you, Chrissy. Oh, thanks, Penny. Um, I just want to apologize for the show was going to be last Tuesday, but uh, things happened as they do, and so instead this is the May show today on the 11th. But it's quite uh, fortunate in a way because it's a very, very special day. And I want to launch today um, a sort of re- designed uh, Aquarius rising to include far more than just astrology and I'm going to broaden it out and cover different topics that are of interest in this Aquarian age Um, they will include things like karma and reincarnation the spiritual nature of man and woman of course life after death reincarnation uh, psychic topics UFOs etc etc and everything related to astrology and i also be taking questions uh, to answer in the show so if you do have a question about any of these topics please either go to my website astrologycity.com and complete the contact form there um, or message me on facebook at chrissy blaze or email me at chrissy blaze at msn.com with any questions you have I thought about taking questions because I recently received a question from a family member of mine, my sister-in-law, about life after death. And her question was, what happens when we die? The big question. Um, So it is a big topic, and I won't be able to cover it all in this half an hour show, but I will be able to give an overview. Um, I have myself, from a young age, been very (coughs) interested in uh, psychic studies and had several experiences which proved to me that life after death is real Uh, but most of the sort of in-depth information which I'll give to you today and possibly in future shows because there is so much uh, comes mainly from my spiritual master Dr. George King because he had so much experience uh, with on the other realms higher and lower uh, he worked from from uh, his own uh, research, from his own experiences as a spiritual master, and spent a lot of time healing uh, in the lower realms, particularly, and transmuting very dark forces, which are there, of course, then and uh, still to a certain extent now. So he, he, as an adept, was very, very active in all these realms and has very, very specific information which he's given in lectures and seminars and so forth. 
So a lot of, as I say, a lot of this information is not directly mine, but I do have had, I have had experiences, as I know Penny has, and also many of you have had experiences of that. First of all, I want to say the fact is that we don't die, of course. Nothing dies. Nothing is impossibility of science because we just change from one form to another. All energy just changes from one form to another. It cannot die. Nothing can die. So that's one thing to remember. Uh, we move from one classroom to another. And nothing, everything moves from one energy form to another. And this is what we are. We are energy, basically. Of course, there are many parts of us. We have the, the spirit that uh, guides us, if you like, through our evolution back to its source. That's God. We have the soul, which is like the will, the, the, the thing that kind of moves us forward in our evolution. Um, we have the physical body and, and so on and so forth. Many parts of us which are moving us forward in our evolution. I'm calling this show Life After Death and Astrology because where does astrology come in? Well, astrology, um, when you're born, we all have this great gift given to us from the cosmos, which is our astrology chart. And every single person on earth, of all the billions and billions, uh, well, billions, um, has a, a unique chart. No chart is the same because we are all unique. We've had very different experiences over the lifetimes and so on. So this chart gives you information about yourself, your potential, your challenges, and your opportunities, and also about your past, past lives to a certain extent, and your future to a certain extent. Now, I'm not saying everybody has to have an astrology chart, because there are other ways to guide us through life. But this is a very valuable um, thing for all of us to, to have, to um, give us a direction, if you like. We also, of course, have the higher self to guide us. We have our intuition, uh, which will guide us, etc. But astrology is, is one thing that's very, very connected to our evolution on this realm, this physical realm, uh, and on other realms too. So how do we know that life after death is real? The big question. Um, many people have contacted those who died, and it's quite common, actually. People see uh, ghosts or spirits uh, from time to time. Some people see them all the time. I just see them occasionally. Um, I had very interesting experience. Uh, when I first moved to the States, I was going to a, a group of people who were expatriates like me, British people, and one lady had just lost, lost her husband, actually several years ago, but never got over it. And she was always tearful when she talked about him. It was very, very difficult for her. And one day I walked into her room and I saw a man there. But it wasn't like I saw him physically. He was sort of very clear in my mind's eye. That's the way I tend to see people. And I described this man to her, red hair and height and build and so forth. And she said, well, that's my husband. Well, I proceeded to get um, a very interesting message that, about a book. She should read this particular book on meditation, and she knew nothing about it. She said, well, I'm not interested in meditation and so on. Anyway, I think the next couple of days she called me back and said, in fact, when her husband and her were younger, they took a course on meditation and they used to study this book, and they found it very helpful. So I felt that her husband was telling her that 
this would be a very good thing for her to get back into and to help her through her grief. So that was a very vivid experience. I haven't had many like those, but it certainly proved to me, not that I needed proof because I've always believed in it, that life after death is very real and that the people who die, that we're close to, that we love, we have this contact um, that will keep us together over the lifetimes. And of course, there's scientific evidence, a massive amount. People still think that uh, when you die, I know they do. I know people who think that when you die, that's the end of you. Well, if you look a little bit deeply into science, um, it was, I mean, for hundreds of years now, they have had scientific evidence that you do take with you, your memory, your full consciousness. Hundreds of mediums and researchers have done experiments that prove this. Uh, Sir Oliver Lodge spent 25 years of research, and he was the president of the Royal Society in England, which is a very, very prestigious organization, most, the most conservative scientific society on earth in those days, and I think it still is today. And um, he wrote a paper and so forth, and he says that he knows that life does exist after death and communication under favorable conditions is possible. Also, other prominent names uh, of people, um, the Air Marshal Lord Dowding, who was um, quite prominent in World War II in England, he established contact, communication with those who passed on, particularly airmen who died in the very dangerous and difficult jobs that these young you know, Air Force pilots had, fighter pilots in the war, with them and he was very open about it I think like many people who are open about these topics he was sort of ridiculed by some but he, he gained quite a lot of um, a lot of interest in this topic so it's a very comforting thought I think for us all that nothing can die so what happens though this is the question this is the question I had um, what happens to us well Dr. King said that you are passing from one realm to another, from one life to another. You're passing through a door. Behind that door, at the moment, is a mystery to you. So death is a form of initiation, just like birth is, and other times in your life. Uh, this is, these are my words. Which all terrestrials have to go through, and you go to a higher or lower realm. Now, there are both. You know, there is this common uh, thought that... You know, you go to heaven and you sit at the right hand of God. I'm not sure if many people believe that now, but certainly you go to this sort of eternally peaceful place. And I know this uh, never really jived with me because I'm not one for an eternally peaceful life, I think. Well, there's a lot to be done. You know? <laughs> so anyway, um, you go to the level to which you vibrate. And when I first heard that, I thought this makes a lot of sense. Vibration. If you spend your life... Uh, doing uh, you know spiritual things whether it's by spiritual I don't necessarily mean you know spending your life in prayer and, and so on although this is a very important thing but by spiritual I mean someone who is prepared to help another person uh, to give service to have an open heart and give their love to others and all this is spiritual work uh, healing prayer all this is spiritual work what happens if you do that on a regular basis you heighten your vibration. You know that, right? Your vibration becomes clearer, more 
vital. Um, you are, your aura, if you like, becomes more uh, vibrant and so on. Your vibration is definitely heightened. On the other, you are living according great law of karma. Action and reaction is opposite and equal. The great law which has been talked about by all the uh, great masters who've come to this earth in different ways. The Master Jesus, as you sow, so shall you reap. Uh, the Lord Buddha, a more scientific way, action and reaction is opposite and equal. But basically, everything you do, everything you think, um, you are changing your vibration, you're changing your future, and so on. So it's kind of our choice how we're going to move on to the next realm, what, where we're going to move on to every second of every day. So this is a very hopeful thing for us all. But So if you, if you for example, constantly are selfish, you const, not just selfish, but you do things which are very awful to other people, like you hear all the time now, especially in the last week, this week, it's been terrible with so many terrible things happening in the world from mass shootings, not just in this country, which is a so unfortunately a regular feature of life, but even in Russia today, where they're very, very strict on gun control. Um, it's very unusual there. And in Afghanistan, the bombings and so on, it can be very, very depressing that it seems so few, these few people um, who are going against the great law of karma of wanting to help others and realizing that we're one and so forth um, are making such a, a terrible difference. And so, of course, when they pass on, they're not going to go to this wonderful realm, are they? I mean, it doesn't make sense because their vibration will be very, very coarsened by these acts of murder. Um, it makes sense. And another thing, so we have to have these, we have these uh, realms. This is called level one or the physical realm. This is a very, very important realm because this is where we can, well, we learn on all the realms, but this is where we can actually um, really move forward in our evolution through our actions. This is a difficult realm because if you think about it, on this realm we have all types of people. <laughs> we have the murderers. Uh, we have the wonderful sort of healers and people who go into these, um, I call them the spiritual boots on the ground, who go into these dangerous situations like the Medicine Sans Frontier, the Doctors Without Borders. They'll immediately have gone to India now where so many people are dying of COVID on there, the front lines, risking their lives every day. This is what I call spiritual work. You have wonderful people like this and so on together, together. Whereas on the other realms, when we pass on, we go to a realm where we find people of the same vibration, a similar vibration on this realm. So if you are a, an av a sort of, I say, average person, a, a person who um, hasn't really thought at all about these topics, completely a stranger to these topics, but as a, a good person, um, tended to do the right things, you probably go to... Uh, one of the higher realms, level two is the next realm, level three is, is the next realm. Um, Dr. King said that uh, level three has is a good realm, very good realm, with a lot of sort of people who like to discuss things, these kind of topics and so on. Level four, he talks about the realms where 
um, people who really want to do spiritual work, service, and so on. These are very active realms, he said. So don't think that you're going to pass on and just sort of sit around and having eternal bliss. <laughs> he explains that. But um, And then, of course, level five is a very, very high realm. Indeed, very advanced people on this realm. <clears throat> Six, not very well inhabited. And level seven isn't inhabited. That's the highest realm. But people um, can go there from, from the high realms. Uh, temples there, etc. And then, of course, we have the lower realms. Uh, we have uh, the realms which apparently on the other planets there is no such thing as the lower astral realms, as they're called, or the lower mental realms. Uh, sorry, lower astral realms. There is no such thing. They don't have lower realms because on other planets in this solar system, uh, people live by the law of karma, which is the law of God. They live by the, the law. We, on this earth, have chosen uh, to use our free will. And um, the free will can lead us towards a realization that we should act in accordance with the great religions, um, you know, the great philosophies of the world that teach us uh, the law of karma in different ways, in different forms. You know, your treat your brother as you, treat others as you would yourself, and so on and so All these great teachings are so important, and these great masters have come in great sacrifice and great compassion to teach us these things in different ways, to different groups and types of people, and yet still many people don't get it. So this is such an important thing to realize, because we don't want to um, go down to the lower realms, although... Um, here you find not just hardened drug addicts in these realms. Now, people don't seem to realize, Dr. King was very uh, clear on this, that um, drugs, you may think, oh, that, you know, I'm not going to be addicted, they're not very harmful, but they do affect very greatly your aura, and um, especially the hard drugs. And this is where you can find a lot of hardened drug addicts. And it's not a pretty sight. And then, of course, you get the really, really bad people, like the Hitlers. and the, You can think of them through history. But one thing Dr. King always said um, is that this is where the greatest healing is needed. Because however far you go down in life, or however, high you, however far you go down after, after you've passed on, we always have this opportunity to go up and... When I was quite young, I was 14 at the time, I used to go to a spiritualist church. Now, my parents thought I was going to the a Christian church down the street, but I was kind of bored with that, <laughs> and it didn't always make sense to me. And I found myself, uh, well, actually, my uncle was uh, involved with it and told me about it, so I would go up there and um, found very exciting things. I learned to heal there, and the two of the people that ran the spiritualist church had... Um, circles where they we were joined together in a circle and they were very experienced in going down to the lower realms and we would together give healing to people down there and help to raise them to a higher realm so a lot of a lot of healing and i must say that i've had quite a few of these experiences after when i'm asleep and of course we do uh, project in the, in the sleep straight sleep state and um, I have projected several times down to these lower realms and had very, very vivid experiences 
there. So this is where we can gain a lot, not just a lot of experience, but can gain, uh, can give a lot of service and a lot of healing. So what happens when we die? Well, as I say, we pass to a realm that we vibrate to, but not immediately. Immediately there is kind of like a, a waiting period, and Dr. King calls it the realm of waiting. It's like, imagine yourself passing from this life to a kind of strange land, and you're in this sort of place where you don't know where you are, especially if you've never thought about life after death. You can imagine the shock uh, it will be. You don't know anybody there. Uh, you don't recognize anybody. If you have thought about this and you, um, the ones you've loved who passed on have thought about this, then you can quite quickly uh, meet people that you know, you've been close to, your loved ones who will uh, meet you and so forth, or your guides and so on if you're fortunate. But for many people, it's a complete shock. So, of course, it depends how... It's a kind of an acclimatization period. It's a time to um, uh, get over the shock, a transition. It's kind of similar to a classroom, I've been told. It's a realm of what you might call gradual realization, where people gradually realize what has happened to them. It's it's like an adjustment period. Um, And... I mean, I know people who just think that that's the end of it when you die. And so when they pass on, you can only imagine how strange it must be. And, um, and of course, this is a place where we often have many regrets. Um, this is something Dr. King talked about, how many, many people who've passed on have terrible regrets. And I always think this is where astrology comes in because I use it to look at myself in a very honest way. I see my faults, I see my weaknesses, I see my strengths. And I, I often have this exercise, and I think it's a very helpful one for us all, to look back over our lives and see the things we regret, the thing we wish you'd... And it's usually where we haven't given enough love, you know, because at the end of the day, when we pass on, this is the thing that counts, how much love we've given to others and to ourselves but mainly to others in these days. And these are the things that we're going to regret. I mean, there are things about my parents, for example, and I'm sure people can relate to this. When I was young and I was selfish and I didn't even think twice about how my actions might affect them, and I've sort of regretted that and how I wish I could have gone down and, and redone it. But, of course, you can't. But one thing you can do is if you face your regrets now while we're alive on this physical realm, you can do everything you can to um, make sure you don't do it again. And to I, off, I have apologized to my parents, even though they've both passed on. You can still contact people, even though you might not see them. If you send out your uh, – if you have a little ritual um, – and I have a ritual in, in one of my books called Work Out for the Soul – which, which you can sit down and you can um, get into a, play, a peaceful place and offer your thanks to the people who've helped you, who've passed on, or, um, express your regrets and how you wish you hadn't done it and how you've changed in, you have changed in the light of it, but thank them for the experience. Thank them for all they've done, even the difficult things. Uh, thank people because we often learn in life through the most difficult things, don't we, through the the challenges. We don't learn as much from 
our best friends often than from our enemies. So this is a time to let go of the enmity, let go of the jealousies that we all have, let go of the pettiness and sit down and just, you know, make sure that when you do pass on, and we all will, of course, you don't have these major regrets. And the best way I find to, um, to you know, learn from and look at them and learn from them is to be determined not to repeat that by the actions you're doing now and, uh, you know, through your healing and through your service and so on. So this is um, a time where we face our regrets and look at the world around you. And then when you're ready, you'll be helped. You'll meet the people probably that you've been close to. You'll be guided. You'll meet your guides. And you'll go to the what? Dr. King calls the realm of desserts. In other words, where you deserve to be. This will be the particular realm that I've talked about. Um, but first, you've got to become acclimatized to your new life. So then you'll go to a particular realm that you vibrate to. And here, it's a, in some ways, it's a, a better realm than this one. In some ways, we can't learn as much. But it's better because we're not so restricted by our physical body and our physical limitations that we often have but we can if we think we want to go somewhere we'll be there you know it's a lot less limiting on these realms it can be just as beautiful on the higher realms more beautifully even with the beauty of nature and so on and so forth so life is good life is good on these realms and there's opportunity to learn as well you if you've always in this life thought oh, i'd love to learn to paint or something or I'd learn to write, then you, you can have the opportunity to do these things that you really have always wanted to do, but you never had time to because you've been limited by perhaps not having enough money and having to work two jobs and having a lot of children. And People are often very, very limited. So there, this is kind of a more freedom to, to learn on the higher realms. And you have realizations, too, that this is only a fraction of life. Um, you know, that God's creation is much greater than your previous realization. It's huge, it's vast, and often people can have a change of heart with this realization. So this is something we could talk about for a long time, the different realms, but I just want to go on. So this is kind of regarded, I mean, it, none of us wants to die because or say none of us, some people do, but most of us don't want to because, number one, we don't want to leave behind the people we love. But the good news is that we never do. If we truly love, then that connection, I learned early on in my life through my studies, that connection of love between people, true love, is the one thing that can connect us for life after life after life. And also true hate does the same thing, where we have to learn, we have to meet those people again to work out the karma between us. So try not to hate anybody because you know it's going to bind you to them for lifetimes until you can work things out. But this bond of love that you have, um, you know, it's something inevitable. It's something that all of us will face and it's something quite wonderful if we make a decision now to raise our vibrations, um, to become less selfish, to become... Um, and so on and so forth. I'm not saying we're aspiring to be saints or anything like that, but just certain things. And this is a time of the new moon, 
a very important new moon, a very powerful new moon in Taurus with very positive aspects to what I what is called the outer planets. That's the high vibration planets. So it's a good day today for all of us, and actually it happens exactly at 3 p.m. this afternoon when I'm actually holding a um, a service of the 12 blessings, if you can join, at 12blessings.org. Probably the best way to celebrate this new moon. Now, any intention we make, a spiritual intention around the new moon, three days before, three days after, uh, but particularly at the time of the new moon, is will last into the future. So it's a very good day to make an intention to go forward and, and think of ways to raise our vibrations, dropping those uh, regrets, dropping the guilt, dropping the fear, dropping the jealousies, however we can. And the best way I find to drop things is not to put a lot of energy into them, but to um, just focus on the very positive things that you're doing, the very spiritual things you're doing. And um, one thing that will... Um, help to raise your vibrations instantly actually is to perform a spiritual practice like the 12 blessings or whatever is a sacred practice to you or to um, engage in prayer engage in healing and you'll find the more you do this on a regular basis the more you'll find that your vibrations will be higher because you'll feel it you'll feel it and other people will start and so let's determine, not out of fear, but out of desire that we want to go to um, a pleasant realm and carry on our experience, not limited by the things that have held us back. Because we don't suddenly change overnight when we die. We're exactly the same. But in a different, we're inhabiting our aura, which is also physical, uh, but a different kind of frequency. So um, we are exactly the same. Uh, and I just have to tie this up now. The time is coming to an end. But they're also, um, of course, part of this is reincarnation. We will learn uh, these halls of learnings on the other realms, the temples of different kinds in which people are taught the most important things or the way to behave, the vastness of all things. And... Um, you know, you're taught by people, guides, wonderful spirit guides. They do exist. Guides are individuals of different uh, spiritual caliber, spiritual knowledge, some of them very highly evolved, um, who will help us. So, of course, we don't lose our, re our identity either when we reincarnate. And this, I'm just going to close with this because time is flying by, but... You, one thing we do lose, though, is our memory of past lives. And I know Dr. King said it's a mercy that we do. So we lose our memory, except for occasionally we might get flashes, and occasionally we might remember. To just, we're all different. It depends where we are, what we've done in the past. Until we get to a certain stage in our evolution, and then we will remember, and we will know what our past lives are. And they, they will help us, too. But one thing Dr. King always said is that we should never, ever tell a person who they were in the past life. This is contrary to the occult law. Nobody who can give you a, an astral reading and tells you you were this person or that person, just do not listen to them. This is 
given under initiation only, a very complicated initiation ceremony apparently, and when you are meant to, when you're ready to remember a past life, you will do so. And it will be probably at that time because it is helpful to you in your evolution. But as I say, we bring with us all that we've learned in this life, and hopefully we've learned also on the other realms, but we don't lose our identity. We don't lose our character. That stays with us. And so remember the, the thing that we should be working on in this life are good deeds because we take our good deeds, our good thoughts um, with us, but we don't take, obviously, our bank account. So we shouldn't be focusing so much on those things, but more on um, you know, putting good deeds into our bank account. So, um, of course, before we reincarnate, one last thing, we go to a place of self-judgment. It's called the Hall of Self-Judgment where <clears throat> our higher self judges our lower aspect. And then after making this judgment with guidance from high guides, because we're not left alone, we then can choose the con correct conditions for rebirth. And that can also be, usually is, you choose your parents, you choose your time. If you, and Not everybody can do this, but certain people may choose the time of birth and so on. So this is um, in a nutshell, but very, very quick. So hopefully you do have some questions from this and uh, do send them to me. Uh, and um, thank you very much for listening today and God bless each and every one of you. Thank you. Such an amazing show. This information, as you can tell, is from the higher realm, and this is the information that we can really guard, um, guide our lives with. I hope you'll share this information with people around you so that they, too, can have a better understanding of how our universe works. And we're so grateful to have Chrissy um, doing um, Aquarius Rising, and we'll end the show here, but remember it's also in archives so that you can share it with others. Thank you for listening on Body, Mind, Spirit Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show. Join us on the first Tuesday each month at 12 midday Eastern Time. In the meantime, visit astrologycity.com and complete the contact form to receive Chrissy's bi-monthly astrology newsletter, Cosmic Cafe. Thank you for listening to Aquarius Rising Astrology Radio with Chrissy Blaze. And may the stars shine brightly on you all. <laughs>